0: This is the Aligned
1: Dad podcast. Hello, hello, Prashant. How are you? Welcome back to the podcast, episode number 13. Hey, Scott. How are you, my friend? I am doing perfectly fine. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I I just quickly chatted to you before this. I just got back from a Christmas carols with Charlotte and Violet. It was was Mm. Violet's first Christmas carols event where she saw Santa. And that was great. That was really good. How about yourself? Great. We are looking forward to uh, Christmas
0: too. Uh, in fact, uh, there are a couple of uh, shopping malls right next to my house and they have uh, put up a 50 meter tall uh, Christmas tree and it looks fabulous. Uh, they were setting <laughs> up the lights yesterday. So uh, it's so huge that, uh, you know, we can see it from a quite a distance. And once that's on, once the tree is lit up, uh, it automatically brings in a festive mood in us. We feel something good is going to come in our lives. And that's the (sighs) best thing about Christmas. Uh, So that's a little glimpse into my side of life here. So Scott,
1: what do we have as a topic for this episode? What do we have? What do we have? This is, I think this is a... um, this is going to be a doozy. This is going to be good. I, the topic we want to talk about is what was life like for you in particular just before you had Adara and like particularly sort of the first few months uh, before she was sort of around like but before she was born mm. and how did life change for you? And you know, did you cope? Yeah. Did you flourish? What was it? what was it kind of like? And and, and this I think this will give the listeners a bit more Inroads into into Prashant's heart as well, the individual. Mm.
0: That is a fabulous question, uh, Scott. Thank you for bringing up a very very deeply personal uh, uh, question. Um, I have two uh, things interlinked uh, to that aspect. Uh, so the first part I'll cover it in very very uh, a short. Uh, stint. And the second half is what I'll explain in length. Mm -hmm. So um, me and uh, Ashwini, uh, after we getting married, uh, Ashwini is my wife. So after we uh, getting married, um, we had different concepts about uh, bringing up a child or bringing a child into a life. Uh, Ashwini had uh, this concept uh, that we should wait for a few years let our marriage and our relationship mature and uh, then probably uh, bring in a child uh, into our life uh, mm. whereas I was of uh, the opposite side for me it was not about maturing the relationship for me it was do I have the money to you know bring the child into a life can I really Can I really take care of such a big responsibility? Because, uh, you know, in my head, I had a lot of theories about it's going to be an expensive affair. It's going to be a, uh, 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 you know, you require a lot of money. And at that point, I was literally struggling in my creative career. Uh, I really didn't uh, have a rock solid uh, career. I had quit my uh, full time job uh, as a radio station uh, programming head. So I, whatever uh, staple salary I had, I didn't have it. Uh, the first two films that I worked on bombed. Uh, at the same time, I was not paid uh, for it. Uh, so I was literally struggling. And the only uh, constant uh, uh, income source was coming from my wife because she was working. Uh, she being in the IT sector, uh, she had a very stable uh, job. So we were running in these two different, uh, uh, you know, different tracks, different directions. But our intention was, yes, we need to uh, start a family. Uh, So I set a benchmark uh, saying that the day we uh, have two lakh Indian rupees in our account, two lakh Indian rupees equates to uh, approximately around uh, 3,000, US dollars in our account the day we have three thousand dollars in our US account is uh, in our account is when we will start to think about bringing a baby in our life a child in our life and uh, the first year passed by second year passed by third year (laughs) Pass by we, we are not getting close to that amount at all because my life my creative life and my my uh my professional life as a music composer is is like all ups and downs I'm being paid for something I'm not being paid for something payments are not coming in time so uh when the payments are coming late it's it's getting delayed so long story short finally we decided to uh, uh, You know, pull the plug. And he said, that's it. Now, after this age, it's going to be really tough, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, to conceive. And we do not want to stress our lives uh, by uh, taking a stupid decision and prolonging it. So, uh, we decided to have uh, a child. And uh, um, the first... Uh, child that we were uh, supposed to have, that we were expected to have, it was uh, a miscarriage. So after all the hype and after all this, you know, this uh, excitement that we we are going to be parents soon and all that thing happened. And uh, the, the almighty inside, uh, my wife decided mm-hmm. otherwise, they had different plans and uh, we had to... Uh, uh, you know leave the child back into the universe uh, uh, so then we had to restart that entire process and that was very 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 traumatic mm-hmm. so this this stint after my wife's miscarriage was when both our tracks became one track and somehow magically Scott <laughs> the money started flowing in our relationship started getting stronger, and within a span of from that day, within a span of a year, uh, our daughter was born, Adira, mm-hmm. and uh, super, super, super. I am getting goosebumps as I am talking about this because this is like uh, a very uh, emotional thing for my wife, and when I think for her, I I get really it 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 really chokes mm-hmm. me up because uh, the whole concept of you know. Uh, having a life taken out of you is like the most craziest thing Uh, but then uh, it's all celebrations just like uh, we spoke about when we started out it's it's christmas in our lives (laughs) for the rest uh rest of eternity you know every day is a christmas (laughs) our daughter is born and uh, we had a great great time uh taking care of her as a newborn then as a toddler then as a 1 year old 2 year old and now she's all 8 years old so uh, this is this is in short been the story of uh, you know the before mm. and after so if you ask me before um, before adira was born it was it was super fun because me and uh, ashwini we used to treat our uh, Mm, our relationship as if we are on a date and every day was a new date and uh, through uh, the many years uh, of us going out on uh, dates we understood each other there were many uh, fights uh, there were many misunderstandings there were many uh, uh, lies that unfolded from my side <laughs> and, and that lies being mainly about, uh, uh, you know, about, I have, uh, uh, I have some money in my this account, but I didn't have money in that account or I knew, or I knew to uh, drive a car, but I didn't know to drive a car. <laughs> so, so all these were, all these were lies that unfolded and my wife had to bear with it. And, uh, I, I had to maneuver uh, through this uh, new dynamics uh, in, uh, uh, in, in my life. And uh, I'm really glad that uh, whatever I am today as uh, a husband and at the same time as a father, a lot of that grounding uh, my wife was able to give me. She was able to show me who I am really. And uh, that really helped me transition into being a father and taking care of Adira after she was born because I was more caring for Ashwini. I I was more honest with her I was more truthful to her. I never lied to her. I was kind to her. Um, Even even when I used to get angry, uh, even till date, if I get angry and if I'm enraged, my wife sees a huge heart of love or a huge heart of understanding, uh, which is there. And that is something that we built in our relationship Mm. right before Adira was born. And once Adira was born, it was... um, easy for me to just transfer this knowledge and wisdom that I learned uh, being uh, I would say being a decent husband, uh, transferring that knowledge into the other girl in my life, the other beautiful girl in my life, Adira, and teaching her lessons, simplifying the lessons for Mm -hmm. her and uh, making it. uh, Adira in our life has never been an intrusion or has... uh, 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 never been uh, a hindrance. Uh, we have never felt uh, that uh, I wish, uh, you know, she was away for some days and then we could have our uh, own time and our own life. I, I, I never feel, I never feel that. Uh, but uh, there are times where I, uh, where I ensure that me and Ashwini have uh, 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 a one-on-one uh, time where we spend time out and uh, Adira also today at this age, at eight years old, she understands. Um, but everything is not perfect. There are times, uh, to be truly honest, there are times I think that Adira should be away for like 15 <laughs> days and then let me just spend time with, uh, you know, uh, uh, Ashwini and just let's rekindle all the beautiful memories that we had before uh, uh, we were parents. So um, all in all, a great and uh, uh, what do you say, Uh, a a great learning uh, is still on, Uh, uh, you know, uh, both as a husband I'm I'm learning to be a better husband now with Adira in the dynamic of, uh, you know, uh, being around uh, as my daughter. I have to learn to be a better husband Mm -hmm. is very important and with Ashwini being around I need to learn to be a better uh, father to my uh, child too so they both work in unison in making me better and I do my best uh, uh, you know to to be the to be the best cream cheese in their (laughs) in their life and Give them that sandwich. <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> That's my That's story. Beautiful.
1: Uh, Scott. I love it. Yeah. Like, and, and you can tell, you, I mean, you can just tell how big your heart is and you can tell that. And, 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 and in a way, it's almost like both the girls are there to, to help, you know, um, guide that, guide it in the right direction. And, 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 and yeah, because it's, yeah, it just, it just sounds fantastic, man. And, yeah, I, I really love what you said about, you know, the, the unfortunate situation of, you know, the miscarriage and that kind of thing, but the universe had different plans for you, you know. And so it, it's interesting how our lives work and what paths they take and we never really know what's, what we're meant to be doing. We don't know our karma, right? So I think, yeah, I think you, it, it mm. gave you guys the ability to come together even more and to become closer again still um, to be better parents for and and I think it's fantastic. Thank you for sharing. Thank you, thank you, Scott. Yeah, what about yeah? You? Well, yeah. what's your life been like? Well, before it was it, it was interesting, um, like like you as well. Me, me and Charlotte, we we had a really good relationship. We still have a really good relationship, but we just we just loved hanging out with each other. You know, we loved spending time with each other, and so we talked for for many years about having children and it was kind of like you know we we're sort of arming and ironing. You know, are, are we going to give up our independence are we going to lose what we've got here you know and so and Charlotte was never sort of that mm. that that woman who was always like I really want kids you know she's never been that sort of way and and for me too to a degree I, I've never really been that guy who's like oh, I always want to have kids you know but look we talked about it well like you were getting older and, and we sort of came to the decision that look we aren't getting any younger, let's let's give it a go, you know, let, let's do it. And so, yeah, we, we went into it and we did it and everything went smoothly, like the, the pregnancy went smoothly, Charlotte did a lot of hypnotherapy and um, calm birthing and that kind of stuff. So it was great and no complications at birth, and it was fantastic. But, you know, look, just after the birth, things sort of went awry because we we just we had no clue what it was like to – to look after a baby on your own you know there was no we did you know a lot of antenatal classes in the lead up to you know this is what to expect in the birth this is the drugs that you can have if you need for for the birthing of your child but it's like once you leave the hospital that's it you're on your own you know and so it was yeah it was quite a, a big transition for us and child's folks um, live not too far from us, about forty minutes from us, and they're really good in the way that they just sort of stand back. They don't, they're not, they don't intrude. They don't sort of push in and go, right, this is we're, we're coming in here, we're taking over, give us the baby, we'll put the clothes on and do some washing and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> they sit back and they wait for us to say, hey, can we have some help? And then they, and then they jump in, right? They're, they're there and mm. in a heartbeat. But we, we were, and my mum, my mum lives like six hours away, so she's, she wasn't close by either, so we, we thought, look, we don't want to, we don't want to, um you know, we don't want to disturb them, and, and we, th- we thought that we could do it, I thought, being the man of the house, I could take care of things, and I'll do it, you know, but, man, I was wrong, <laughs> and. And it was just sort of yeah, things things were um, quite difficult, you know. Charlotte went through a lot of postnatal, know, um, yeah, mental depression and stuff like this. And because the change was so sudden, right, and and trying to get used to your bubba sleeping and, and being really um, the sole carer, right, for this for this little this little life force. Like suddenly, you're responsible and. And I I can't imagine what it's like for a mum to be like that. I'm on the dad, I I didn't carry Violet for for nine months and I didn't birth her. So it's a completely different mindset. And so the transition was quite difficult until we got until we sort of found our feet, you know, until we got used to the fact. And then, you know, Violet has always been the shining light of 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 smiling and laughter and ball of energy. You know, she's a beautiful ball of energy and she was she was kind of what brought us together, you know, and so we ended up finding the courage to mm-hmm. ask for help and just to say, hey, look, we're, we're not doing well here, we're struggling, we need some help and, you know, got the parents involved and then it got a little easier and then it got a little easier again and then it got a little easier again and then we found our feet, you know, and so yeah, it's definitely changed our our relationship in in the fact that we don't, <clears throat> we can't just say Hey, what do you want to do tonight? You know, should we go out for dinner, or should we go here, or should we go there? We can't do that anymore, <laughs> obviously. Like you know, so yeah. it's it's mm. just a different dynamic, but it's a beautiful dynamic. It's it's this like you, I've I've got two girls, you know, yeah. and it's it's like this balance of of energies, this balance of power. It's 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 beautiful. It keeps me in check, keeps me off the streets, all that kind of stuff, you know. It's and yeah. it's I love it. It's it's beautiful, and so. Yeah, well, how it's sort of changed me is it's grounded me, like you. It's grounded me, and it's um, it's given me purpose like never before. Like I've I've always had this sort of, mm. I don't know, I've always had this sort of thing in the back of of me somewhere deep down where, when things got bad, I could always pull myself out of it. But before it got bad, I always sort of coasted, you know what I mean? And, and I always sort of just did the bare minimum. But now I feel like I've got this sort of responsibility for my my daughter and my wife to to do hmm. the best that I can for them, you know. So, yeah, there's this there's this new sort of newfound groundedness and newfound sort of purpose, I guess, um, is what I can say. So, yeah, that's, that's kind of my story. Beautiful. Beautiful Scott, and uh,
0: you—you know—one beautiful thing that I loved from the thing that you shared is, uh, one is your in-laws, Violet's parents, being around, hovering around uh, your lives, but not like you know like shoving their hand into your main door and saying that take pull my hand and you, your life will be set. <laughs> yeah. And at the same time, when you felt <laughs> when when you felt uh things were going uh haywire for you, you you really you know raised your hand and asked uh, for help. Mm. Uh so in both of these uh actions or in both of these little Uh, incidents that you share. there's a lot of grace there's a lot of uh, 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 humility Mm -hmm. and uh, it it shows that uh, not just as individuals or as uh, uh, people uh, by yourself you will take certain you know uh, actions or you will be of a certain kind sometimes you need uh, like you said a ball of light, a shining light to come into your life to actually show you that don't be ashamed or don't feel weird or don't feel awkward to just say, hey, you know what? I need help here. Yeah, And that's a beautiful lesson I took from your story, Scott. Beautiful.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. uh, Well, I was just going to say, like, you know, for, for the dads listening here, it's kind of, there's a, bit of, there's a bit of this sort of stigma, particularly in Australia, there's a bit of stigma for it's like if you are to ask for help, it's a sign of weakness. Yes. You know, as a man, it's like you should be mm. able to take care of the family. You should be able to, you're the head of the family, you should be able to take care of things, right? You earn the money, the wife looks after the barber and mm. all that kind of stuff. But things are changing, you know, and, and, and particularly um, – particularly with our generation i think as well and and it's no longer like that it's no longer like that here and so mm. yeah i guess it's just pushing it's pushing through this sort of awkwardness like you said this sort of this shame or this guilt pushing like leaning into that let's say social fear leaning into that and saying hey mm. i'm not i'm not coping i need some help here you know and and on the other side of that is this oh, it's like it just Pressure release, it just releases this pressure because Mm. people see that people are waiting for that and they say, Why didn't you tell us earlier? I would have been here earlier if you just had told me earlier, right? Like, and they come in and they help, and it it brings this community. (laughs) And what it does is that you know, Violet wants to see her, like, she loves being with her her grandparents, right? And so she then gets to spend time with the grandparents, and then we get a little bit of a rest, Mm. we get to recharge. And things are good we get to pick it back up again and go so there's there's all positives but it's just you've got to get past those stories of no no this is this isn't what men are supposed to do you know we're, we're not supposed to do this we're supposed to be strong we can take this you know I, I remember a quick story the first few days that that Violet came home you know Charlotte was like yeah she's resting up and she's she's trying to get her energy back and whatnot and she likes a clean house right and so I've raced home and a friend friends of ours were um, looking after our dog and that kind of stuff for us so you know I raced home I baked them bread I cleaned the house I mowed the lawns I did all this sort of stuff you know and I raced back to the hospital I picked Charlotte up and brought Violet back home and as soon as I stopped Like my body just gave in and I got the flu and and I was out for like four days. I couldn't, I literally couldn't get up. I was sick, and so the parent, the grandparents had to come in and take take over, you know. And it was like, it was this big wake up call for me to just go, hey, calm down. Like you, you can't do it all. You just can't do it all. So you gotta, Mm. you've just got to ask for help. You got to put your hand up, you know. So yeah, it was a quick, a quick story, but just the a little lesson, you know, I, I guess for, for the dads listening, it's it's just, yeah, there's no shame in it. There's no guilt. You're not going to be less of a man. It's it's actually you're empowering people and you're bringing this sense of community together. You're bringing a family together. So, yeah. What do you think? Yep.
0: Sure, 100% uh, right, Scott. Uh, I'll give a counter approach uh, to this for, pe- for people when I'm saying uh, it's specifically dads. So back here in uh, India, Scott, it's the exact opposite of what you faced. Your grandparents are there as a bridge uh, (laughs) from uh, uh, your, (laughs) from, from your uh, life as being a parent till, you know, uh, till being a new parent, till being uh, a parent of a two year old or a three year old. They are there as a comforting, uh, you know, couch for you. So, in India, the practice is, at least here in South India, the practice is uh, after uh, the child is born, both the mother and uh, the child, they go to the in-laws place, my in-laws place, mm-hmm. and they stay there. The My in-laws take care of their daughter and the newborn child for 30 days. Oh. And then after 30 days, they come back home. And when they come home, we have uh, my parents who uh, took care of uh, Adira and who took care of Ashwini. The only reason being that there were many uh, practices, uh, spiritual practices or health-based practices that were followed uh, by my mom. And that was taught to her by her mom. That was then passed on to my wife. So which ensured that her transition into being a healthy mother back again or a healthy woman back again after the pregnancy was smooth. They were there to help her transition through that phase.
1: Beautiful. And like you
0: said, for, um, uh, for men, it's very less of, uh physical uh, you know uh, physical trauma they or or physical physically challenging there's there's hardly anything for us as as uh, being a parent you know yeah yeah it's more more of it is for our uh, for our wives and they need that support. so if their health is good their mental state is good or if their mental state is good they are they feel that their health is good so something needs mm. to be done by mm. wise people. <laughs> <laughs> to, to tell <laughs> yes. good things to not get angry at them to tell them that things will be fine because they have been there and done that yeah right yeah. and uh, uh, this sometimes can be a poison for many also because I know many people who found uh, uh, living with their parents during uh, the their process of being a parent and the newborn being uh, uh, bought into the house with grandparents around they felt that the grandparents were too over possessive were trying to overdo things and were trying to tell many things uh, uh, you know uh, by by not trusting or by not giving confidence Mm -hmm. to the new newly become parents by saying that hey why are you doing that? You you don't know anything about being a parent. I know everything. You give the child to me; I will take care. This <laughs> sure. is the way you hold the baby. This is the way you make the baby sit. So it right. becomes, uh, um, it it becomes a very big problem. So, uh, again, uh, you have to maneuver as a dad, as a uh, husband, as a man with. Uh, dignity and self-respect you have to take the call what is right for you Mm -hmm. like in scott's case you have to raise your hand and ask for help and uh, like in my case just be grateful that you have people around you Mm -hmm. to take care of the newborn and the wife and you and at times you have to just isolate yourself from all the Uh, bossism around (laughs) your life and just try and figure figure out that figure out that all by yourself so um, I think so Scott it was amazing uh, insight into both our lives Mm. uh, of uh, being a you know being a husband and then a husband come dad Mm. Uh, so if I may ask one thing uh, before we uh, wrap up what is the one thing that you truly miss Truly miss uh, about being purely just a husband, or purely being in relationship with uh,
1: Charlotte. What is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good question. I think I think what it is. First thing that came to my mind is just yeah, it, it's just having the ability to, I guess, have Charlotte to myself. Yeah, yeah, what I mean, like, because (laughs) Violet is 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 like mum. You know, she's she's there with mum. She's she's spiritually attached with mum, and she's physically attached with mum a lot. And I guess, I guess it's having, it's having my wife. You know, I guess intimately with me. You know, Mm. when and if Mm. like when I can, and 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 you know when when we. When we feel the need, I guess, yeah, that's one thing. Because now it's like you got to you got to choose your times, you know, when Violet's gone to bed or whatever, you know, it's like it all when Violet's having an, a nap. It's like okay, now it's a bit of our time, but it's limited time. And back mm. before Violet, it was like it's open. It's, it's open time. It's it's yeah. we get to call yeah. the shots, you know. So I guess it's I guess it's that. How about you, Brucie?
0: I. Yeah, I, I think so. It's, it's, uh, it's exactly the same for me, but I'll add one more point over it. It is that having Ashwini with me all, um, you know, all her time, all her energy mm-hmm. just for me and, you know, doing the crazy things that we used to do, going out for uh, long drives, going out for uh, late night, uh, uh, you know, Uh, coffee sessions, uh, sitting and uh, watching movies way way until uh, wee hours of the morning. So these things is something that you miss. Today, if I end up doing it, next day morning, my daughter Adra will sniff and she'll say, did y'all just watch a movie without me yesterday? And then it's guilt. (laughs) So... uh, yeah, it's a it's it's crazy. So uh, you you caught it right, uh, uh, Scott. It is it is having our uh having our loved one, especially our wife, the first the first woman in our life, all to ourselves. Mm. That is what we mm. cheapishly, uh, slyly, very
1: cunningly wish
0: for on the side, you know. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, we have our heart and soul and everything for our daughter,
1: <laughs> yeah. Of course, of course, of course a great episode like great I, I think this is really important too you know it's and it's great to see this discussion is great to see both sides like differences in culture you know and and i think mm. i think the perfect balance point is somewhere in the middle <laughs> of that you know and i really i really like and and love and appreciate the postpartum process that of taking care of the mother you know getting yep. her energy back all the all this energy that she's lost through birth Getting it back through beautiful cooked meals and mm. their mums and dads being around and taking care of Baba and all these kind of things, you know. But then on the other side of that, it's like it can get a bit too too much, you know. So it's like, it's the same for us here in Australia. It's like ask for help, don't ask for help. I can do this. I've got this, you know. But there's, there's this kind of point where it's kind of like I don't know. It's, it is it's just. It'd be a nice balance somewhere in the middle there, I think. Middle. So yeah, have you got absolutely. any any takeaways for, for the listeners, Prashant? Takeaways is very simple. Just uh,
0: do what it takes to be a great uh, husband first. Learn all that you can do for your your the the first love of your life, and then transfer all that learnings and lessons to your newborn. That's that's my takeaway. Beautiful,
1: beautiful. How about beautiful. you? My takeaway, yeah. Look, my takeaway is like just be kind to yourself. You know, like if you if you're a dad just expecting and you're about to have a baba, be kind to yourself. It's, mm. it's a huge transition. You never know. You can't predict the future. You don't know what's going to happen. So, yeah, just try and enjoy the process. And and, and I think you've got to – I think you need to sort of have – you need to have that sort of, um, I guess, I wouldn't say attachment's not the right word, but I think you need to, to still have your likes, your individuality somewhere there too so when times get tough – you can go back to who you were. But yeah, that's my takeaway as well. Lovely, Scott.
0: Thank you for sharing your wisdom and thank you for being a listener to my stories. Uh, That's going to be a wrap for this episode. Thanks guys for sticking around. See you on the next episode soon.
1: I know. Thank you very much, guys. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. And as always, if you if you feel like it, please leave a review uh, for the podcast. But yeah, hope to see you again very soon. Thank you so much. Ciao. Bye bye.
0: Hey, hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you loved what you heard, please do leave us a review in your favorite podcasting app.
1: Scott, over to you. Thanks for being here on this journey of discovery with myself and Prashant. We're so looking forward to sharing our experiences with love and laughter of raising a daughter with you to hopefully lend a helping hand in your times of need. This is the Aligned Dad podcast.